What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. It is a new week, new episode, new amazingness. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron G. I feel like we have not been introducing ourselves in the last couple of ones. We haven't. At least the ones we just... We haven't. We are Kim and Aaron. We are the creators of the online course, Traveler School, the Facebook group, Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs. If you are a healthcare traveler, you totally should be in that group. All the things about traveling are in there. And we are also the new creators of the Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs. Not Travel Life. Freedom and Scrubs Adventure Group, which is... Basically like-minded travelers coming together and exploring the world. Like going and doing adventures together. Like we're hiking Machu Picchu. The first trip we planned. We have 22 travelers joining us. So it'll be 20 all together. Like 22 22. counting us. Going to Machu Picchu to hike the Inca Trail. It's going to be it's gonna amazing. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And Aaron, we're like planning everything. We have everything set up. We're negotiating with companies and like really coming up with cool, creative ways to curate a really fun adventure package for the travelers that are going to be coming yeah. with us. So we are super pumped about that. Yep. We that are, is who we are. We are leaders and speakers in the industry. We give talks everywhere. We can get a microphone at TravCon, at schools, at universities. Online, and, and, right and right in front of you. Here we are. Here we are. That is who we are. Okay, so we are. This episode is honestly one of our favorite topics to talk about. Fun fact: This was the first talk. I'm saying talk in quotes because it was really a roundtable thing. But we gave our first talk at TravCon all about being a minimalist as a traveler and living a simple life as a traveler and why that's important and how we've done it and all of the things. And it's honestly one of my favorite things to talk about because I think it adds so much value to your life when you can really downsize and simplify things. It does. So we're going to dig into that on this episode. Yeah. And this was another requested episode from our listeners as well. So that's really cool. These are like my favorite when you guys request episodes. Yeah. And if you guys have questions for us or topics that you want us to chat about, you can go to freedomandscrubs.com and go to contact us and that will send us an email and you can just share all the things with us there. Yeah, and as we're sitting here in front of you, we are doing another batching of episodes and we are creating, what, seven episodes? The goal is to do seven. (laughs) Oh boy. Seven. We have four down. We have four. Yeah, this is our fourth. We're kind of killing it. We just took a break and had a little chili. We're back on the mic. Yep. Um, and that's the goal because we are heading to Florida. Back home. On Thursday well, for th- almost three weeks. Yeah. We're going to do Thanksgiving with uh, Kim's family. And then on we're going to hang out there. And then we're going to head up to Atlanta. It's the first time we're ever doing this on my side of the family where we're getting everybody together because it is my grandparents. They are 89. They could be 90. They're old AF. They could be 90. I, I think I missed something. I don't but think they're 90. Their 65th wedding anniversary is on Thanksgiving. And oh so they're gosh. bringing the whole family together to just really get together and, and take, take a, a pic. family picture and just really celebrate them and their lives and all the generations you know that they've created. Nana and Papa are like legit relationship goals. Yeah. They are 
They have been married for They're 65 old school, years. They are old school, so we kind of need to, like, modernize it a little bit. Uh, or just let it be. But I'm saying for my goals. Right. But they are travelers. Mm-hmm. They have traveled from the get. They lived in an RV and, like, went all over the United States. They are, what, 89 years old? We don't know exactly, but, like, verging on 90 years old. And they still travel. They still go on cruises. They are on the go. Like, they are still full of life. They're so in love. Yeah. And what's I love crazy, that Nana calls Papa dad. Yeah. It's too cute. I know. And, I love that. And then Papa has nicknames for Nana still. So And it's crazy because, again, like, my grandmother... Has broken her wrist, broken her hip. Um, she ended up getting hip surgery with like not even being put under anesthesia. She's, She's like a, a badass. badass. <laughs> so we want to interview them. We thought it would be a fun podcast to interview them and get their relationship tips. Yeah, and just kind of their life and travels and how they've seen this world kind of like through their eyes. I think yeah. it'd be really, it'd be, it's it's really special for me because it's a way of keeping them around forever. Um, And really interviewing them and being able to have this platform to do that. I'm really excited about. Yeah, I think it will be cool. So stay tuned for that. I think that is our only update. We are hitting the road Thursday. We'll be be out, man. Yeah, gone for three and a half weeks. Heading to the Sunshine State. Yep. All right, let's get into the episode. Let's do it. Okay, so... We really want to talk about rebooting your life, downsizing your life, simplifying your life, and being a minimalistic traveler and what that means and why we've done that, how we've done that, and just kind of dig into it a little bit. Yeah, and I think also if you're listening to this and you're not a healthcare traveler and this is something that triggers you and you're like, man, I've been wanting to do this. Hopefully you can take some tips away from this um, as well. And we're going to try to really, you know, think about you as well and give you some of our tips that if you are just in your own home for... You can apply this to anything. You can apply it to anything. Absolutely. I think traveling though, it really gives us this very unique opportunity to hit restart, to reboot our lives, to change things and to rebuild. Like it's a very like... It's a very cool thing that traveling allows us because you are essentially picking up your life and you are completely changing it and turning it around and living life on the road and leaving behind your your home, your stuff, your your job, like all the things that you know that are your comforts. Yeah. You're basically leaving them in the rearview mirror and you're starting out on this brand new adventure and so it really gives us this chance to evaluate our lives and what we want and what we want to take with us and how we want to live and what we want this experience to look like. Yeah, and that's what's really cool about traveling is just like what Kim said, but it's also if you choose that you want to do that. I mean, there you get to choose the way that you live. I mean, if you want to keep your house and hit the road, then fantastic. But if you really, you know, kind of like triggering our story a little bit, you know, it was like that's what we wanted to do and this traveling gig I mean, has literally not only allowed us to set goals and to reboot and to reset, but really steer our lives in the direction that we want to steer it. Well, it forces you traveling and making a big decision like this and completely uprooting your life. It forces you to really examine the things that you have in it. Like what, what do you truly value? 
what do you have in your life, mm-hmm. right? What is consuming your time, your house, your energy? Like what kind of stuff do you have? Like it really allows you to take a step back and look at things from a different perspective. And just even from a physical standpoint, the physical stuff that you have, because when you're when you're up and you're gonna be living on the road, you just can't take everything with you. You have to be super selective with what you take. And so it allows you to dig in and actually see what's adding value and what you're not willing to take with you. Right. And that's the physical stuff, but there's so much more oh, yeah. of letting things go, you know? Absolutely. But back to kind of your your point about why we started traveling. Mm-hmm. Because we looked around at our lives and realized it was not aligned with what we actually wanted and how we wanted to live. It was actually i feel like the i keep complete, saying actually the complete it was opposite. the opposite mm-hmm. it was the opposite of how we it was the opposite of freedom it was opposite of what we actually wanted mm-hmm. you know and it's like we had the house and we had the stuff and we had the jobs and we had all these things the that, family the friends the yeah. community everything and there it's not that anything was necessarily wrong it just didn't feel fulfilling it felt like there was more it felt like it, it honestly though it felt like we were kind of trapped because it was holding us down from what we actually wanted to be doing and so traveling came into our lives and gave us this out it carved this path that allowed us to take that step and make those changes to say we can start over and actually rebuild and create the life we want to live and not be completely set back right i think that's the coolest part that's like the beauty. you have to reset in order to live this life fully mm-hmm. and it's not like you're like having to totally reboot and, and restrap and figure out, go back to the drawing board. You just do it. It's an easier out. <laughs> yeah. Like it allowed us to not only get rid of all the stuff we have, because that was one of the big things. Like we had all of this stuff and we had this house and it was a big house and it was a nice house and Beautiful it was in a house. great area. And we had all this stuff, but it was you know, holding us back financially because we were basically working just to make ends meet, to pay for the house, to pay for the cars, to pay for the stuff that we had, that we weren't actually enjoying the life that we wanted to live because it was consumed with working just to get by. It's like, what kind of life is that? So to be able to take a look and be like, let's get rid of all of this stuff because we can't take it with us. Yeah. Let's clean this up. Let's work on simplifying and always paying off debts. Yeah. building a savings account. We didn't even know what a savings account was. We could barely save mm. like $10, yeah. you know? So it just gave us this this time to like freaking redesign the life that we wanted to right. live. Right, and start going after goals and dreams and aspirations that we had from the beginning. Yeah. And that's really cool. 100%. I, I do want to add here, this is almost like a, a minimalist type of podcast. And so just really defining what we think is minimalism and saying that basically... In in our words, um, minimalism is basically only holding on to the things that have value in your life. It's not that Kim and I have gotten rid of everything we own. We still have things. But those things mean something. Mm -hmm. They... And again, we all put the definition of what means something to somebody. Everything is neutral in its way, but we put the definition behind it. So Kim and I have things that add value to our lives. And those things we have, it's not like we just don't go buy things. We buy things, but they, they all add value. We're very intentional with what we add into our life because 
we have to be because everything we own at this point where we are today, everything we own fits in our Jeep. So we can't just be buying a bunch of stuff and adding a bunch of stuff into our life because we simply just don't have room for it, period, end Mm -hmm. of story. There's nowhere for it to go. So we add things into our life that add value, that add meaning, that serve us, that we use every single day. And if we don't, then we're going to get rid of it. And what's cool about that is there's a byproduct that ends up being almost like a funnel because it allows us to not just fill our lives with crap that we don't need. It allows us to have to be very particular about what we buy, which then funnels down very slimly into the money that we have and that we save goes to the things that we really want. 100%. I and mean, we were just talking about this today because... Like you said, everything, people value different things. Priorities are, 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 it's like, it's so subjective depending on who you're talking to and what your life is. And so we are not huge spenders. Like I don't, I'm not a huge shopper. Like we just, we don't spend a a ton of money all the time Mm -hmm. mindlessly. But what we do spend money on and what we do value is number one, we, we value a great gym. Mm Mm-hmm. A gym that holds us accountable, that has good energy, that kicks our butts, that we can just show up and have somebody tell us what to do. And so we have been going to this gym where we've been doing our own workouts for the last, what, four months? Mm -hmm. And it was like super cheap. And we were super inconsistent. And yeah, it was cheap and we were inconsistent and we, it was, it felt like a drag to go and it felt like, oh my gosh, like this just stinks. It didn't have the same energy. It wasn't, it wasn't pushing us. And so we're like, you know what? Screw it. We're back. We're in Chico now. Let's get back into Orange Theory. We're doing Orange Theory. I'm doing Pilates and it's more expensive, but I, it is adding so much value because it's kicking our butts and it's getting us excited again to get back into the gym and challenge us and push us. That adds value. hundred percent. And I mean, again, just to really put it into perspective, like I would go in at 6 a.m. to work. It's my early shift. And I would never go to the gym after because I'd be tired and I didn't want to think about my own workout. Mm -hmm. And that's just for me. That's how I operate. Some people can get themselves pumped and go do their own workouts and that's great. So those gyms are great for you. But for me, that's the value is I went to the gym today after not really sleeping well last night, getting up at six, having a full eight hour day Mm -hmm. and then drove 30 minutes to Orange Theory and got my butt kicked. And that, you know, that's, That's the point. So asking yourself, what do you value? What adds value to your life? What do you enjoy? What's important to you? What is something that you truly don't want to live without because you like it, Mm -hmm. right? There's things that I'm just like, I lug my Vitamix all over the place. It's huge. It's, it's, it's heavy. It's a thing, but it comes with me regardless because I have a green smoothie almost every day. It's one of my favorite things and it ain't going anywhere. Right. Even though it probably, if we got rid of it, we'd have more room, right? Well, and your skin product line. My skin, like that's, like I value skin. I love skin products. I love doing things for, for my skin, my health, my potions. These are things that I value and that I will, I'm unapologetic about and, and it's worth bringing into our life. Right. And I think, good. I was just going to say, even like on a, on a scenic route really quick as a couple, you know, I was very frugal with my money at first. Like I didn't understand all these things that, that you needed to buy or wanted to buy that, that you felt added value and really sitting down and having that conversation with your partner and, and saying like, this adds value to me. Like I, I love this stuff and it, and it allows you to move into it as a couple and be like, yeah, okay, I could see that. Well, Orange Theory adds value to me, so I'm going to do that. And really having a conversation about it because then once you do that and you align, 
it's not as so much of a you know unnecessary like god why does kim need skin stuff like i don't think i don't need that so why does she yeah we're our own and our own individuals with our own things that matter to us and um i think it's important to have those kinds of conversations and then the last thing that you know we spend money on or or add into our life as much as possible is traveling like 100 percent. we've always been those people that it's well i guess i shouldn't say that but we, we value experiences over gifts. 100%. Some of us are more gift people than others. I am. I'm more Aaron gifted. definitely loves a good... We were actually just having this conversation about Christmas. This is the first year that we're getting a tree in a couple of years. And we are going to embrace the season and get the stockings and do the things. And, um, you know, we were talking about presents. And I was like, honestly, I don't want any presents. There's nothing I need there's nothing I really need or want. And then you were like, but I want to do presents because it's the experience. So I like buying you gifts that maybe I've heard you say that you wanted and surprising you in that excitement. It doesn't have to be anything major. Yeah. I just like that for Christmas day. But of course you're working on Christmas day and then we are going to New Zealand in February. So I feel like we we should get gifts that are going to be supporting us during our trip to New Zealand. And our adventure trips. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So let's take it back for a minute because we're seven and a half years into our traveling experience. Mm -hmm. Over these years, we have gotten so good at whittling down what we own, being really conscious about what we're bringing into our life, what we have, what we need to get rid of. Like we have a system, like Mm -hmm. we are in it. We can be out of a place in like two hours. Mm -hmm. Like we got it. It did not start that way. No. At all. It did not start that way. It takes time to find your flow and figure out what you actually need. What do you want? What kind of lifestyle do you want to have? All of that stuff. And so when we first started traveling, you know, we came from the house with all the stuff. And so we had to go through our goal and what we wanted was to sell the house and to sell the things because we did not want to be responsible or have that overhead while we were on the road and having this adventure. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we had to go through everything and take with us what we thought we needed. Right. And this is also coming from people that really had no idea what traveling was or Mm -hmm. what it entailed or how long we were going to be doing it. So we were kind of at the bottom of the barrel. We were a hot mess. Yeah. And we just talked about this um, on another episode. But, you know, we had tons of stuff with us. We had two cars completely loaded. We've also done a po- another podcast at the beginning on this. Yeah. Two cars just loaded with so much stuff. Just so many things. And then over time we realized, okay, we don't actually don't need this. Mm-hmm. We don't need the Christmas stuff. We don't need the books. We don't need the binders. We don't need the photo albums. Like, let's take this stuff back. We'll get a little storage unit at home and put that stuff away. Like, So we whittled it down and we got a system over the years. And so... Knowing that if you're just getting into this, even if if you're just starting to travel or you're at a place in your life where you really do want to downsize because you want to live more simple, really knowing that it takes time and then asking yourself those questions of of getting super honest and getting um, like aggressive almost with with what with what you actually want to have. What kind of clutter do you want to have in your life? You know? And I believe too, you know, again, I can tell you from a pro tip from traveling as many years and really thinking back to the time when we left Jacksonville to go travel, you know, I was coming out of a house and always having, you know, having this big house and having to fix things that, that went wrong and, and having that mentality yeah. of what if something goes wrong on the road, I need these things to do this 
whatever, but really understanding that you're there for a very short period of time and you're usually in an apartment or an Airbnb, which they fix things. You don't need ungodly amounts of tools and, you know, extension cords and, and all that kind of stuff because... Again, when you go to a new town, you have to think you're so excited about exploring that new town, you don't spend a lot of time at home. You're out exploring, Mm -hmm. you're out adventuring, you're out exploring your new area, whereas when you are settled in your own home, it's a little different because it's usually your hometown, you've been there forever, you've been there a long time, nothing's really exciting, and you do spend more of your time at home. So those are your things that you've built and you don't need those on the road. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Our rule of thumb is if we haven't used it. So, again, taking inventory. What? When is the last time, you, if you're questioning something, when's the last time you've used it? Because mm-hmm. I think that we want to hold on to things sometimes in case we need it one day or for whatever the reason is. But asking yourself and being honest, when's the last time you used it? And so if we're at a contract... And we have some things that we haven't taken out. So they're not in our apartment. They're still in a bin somewhere. And we haven't thought about it, looked for it, brought it up, needed it for the three months or however many months we're at one place, then we probably don't need it. It's probably safe to let that go. And God forbid if later down the road it comes back that we do need it then we can get another one. We can go buy you know, it. Like and then it's that's, not that serious. And that's when you evaluate, was this just a one-time thing or do you think we would need this, you know, they're off like more times yeah. because of this situation. So yeah. you really evaluate it, but really talking about little simple things like pliers and different little things that you don't think about, but adding, does this add value and do we need this? Exactly. And honestly, for me anyways, getting rid of things feels so good. I work with a girl who uh, she wanted to start decluttering her apartment. She's not a traveler. She just, you know, wanted to live more simply, felt like she had a lot of stuff and wanted to start going through stuff and getting rid of a lot of the clutter. And like that conversation gets me off. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that should have been my job. That should be my side hustle. Like I could go in and help people organize and get rid of stuff and, and create like systems that like where everything is nice and has a place and it's clean and you don't have extra stuff. Like I would thrive. Yeah. But I would thrive. What would be your biggest hurdle is getting them past the definition that they have put on that I know, item. I just rip it out of their hands and throw it out before they could even think about it. I, I know, that's what you do with me. <laughs> I know. If I can't <laughs> find something, be... it's gotten such a, a, a thing where it, if I can't find something in the first five minutes, because I'm very practical about where I put my stuff, mm-hmm. everything, I have a routine on where I put it, that way I know where it is. If I can't find it in five minutes, my first thought is Kim threw it away. I've gotten better. I will say, but it is something I have to work on because I can be to a fault of just like, nope, don't need it, get rid of it, where Aaron can be a little bit more like taking a couple steps back and saying, let's evaluate this. What actually is this? And do we need to hold on to this for the future where I'm more quick with it? And so that is something that, you know, you can be to a fault because then you're like, crap, now I got to get all this other stuff. Like, it's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And so it's definitely something I'm working on, but Getting rid of stuff, honestly, it just feels good. Like living a life with less stuff, 
it feels good. Yeah. It feels good. It's, it's free. easier. It's lighter. It's more free. Like you don't have clutter. You're and especially as travelers, we are moving every couple of months. Like we have to pack up. We have to put stuff in the car. We have to unload. We have to find a place for it. Like we are, we're not like an average person where they move what once every 10 years, maybe, maybe, maybe. like we are on the go. So you want to be as light as possible because then that allows you the freedom to up and go. Mm-hmm. If, if that's really what you want too. And it's really getting clear about what is your why. And you know, Kim and I, set a goal from the beginning that we wanted to try to downsize as much as possible because we wanted to be free of the things we just talked about physically, but also mentally and financially. And that was a big trigger for us and really wanting to be able to have everything we own in a Jeep so that we don't have to drive back to Florida if we're in California just to go on a trip. Like we want to be able to put the stuff we own in a Jeep, park it somewhere, go on a trip, come back and have everything we have right there and be ready for our next contract if that's what we take. But we want to be able to not we want to be able to to be able to say yes to opportunities instead of being held back by physical, mental and financial things. 100%. I think that's what triggered us starting to travel anyways is because we ha- we felt held back from saying yes to opportunities because we didn't have the means and we didn't have the means because of the stuff that we had that we were yeah. paying for. So it's interesting how that circle is. And, you know, one thing that we've really worked on as travelers and, and having this, this you know, the freedom and, and the money that we're making and all of that is not only downsizing our physical stuff, but working to clean up our finances mm-hmm. because the finances again money is freedom the more money you have the more freedom you have the more freedom you have to take time off to do other things to say yes to opportunities to explore their passions and so really using this as an opportunity to pay off our debts because debts talk about baggage oh, talk wow. about yeah. i mean just like it felt so the heavy. most stressed out time in our lives has been not because of physical things because of financial 100 percent. obviously that's everybody i mean but. yeah obviously but it's like no matter what we did there was always that feeling of we need to pay off the credit mm-hmm. card or we have this debt it, for us personally people have different relationships with debt for us it felt heavy it mm-hmm. felt like a ball and chain it felt like it felt like like we should be saying no to things because of the debt. And it was just this ongoing thing. And it's like making the decision to have that be our number one priority, paying off the debts, cleaning up the finances, growing a savings account, creating financial freedom, creating financial abundance in our life. Talk about freedom, having no stuff, pretty much. Pretty much. And having no debt. Pretty much. And building a savings account to the, that trifecta traveling has allowed us to do all of those things and that is the ultimate freedom because we can say yes to whatever we want to say yes to because there's nothing that is holding us back from doing what we want to do and that is what we set out to do and that was the freedom we were looking for mm-hmm. and after lots of hard work and figuring things out and like evaluating our life and getting clear on how do we want to live what's important to us what are we focusing on we have finally figured out a system mm-hmm. that is feels really fun. well yeah and it was trial and error too don't think that kim and i just set out as a as travelers and all the stuff just disappeared like it was trial and error like yeah. we did we've ran up debt twice while we were traveling and we realized that 
instead of going on trips, we had to think twice about it. And that, that moment of thinking twice about it really interfered with our why, which, which then felt really heavy. And that's exactly what you said. And so really getting clear on that why and keeping that in the forefront allows you to stay focused on your goals and stay focused throughout your life to, to, to go where you want to go and not just fall flat on your face with like, oh, oh well, like I'll just get this or I'll do that yeah. or I'll do this. And next thing you know, you're, you know, in over your head. Well, yeah, like having goals and setting intentions and having focus is the foundation of of everything that we do, knowing your why. Why are you doing something? Even going back to the Christmas stuff. Yeah, presents are great, that's fun. I mean, I'm not a freaking Scrooge. I like opening presents on Christmas and new jammies and drinking coffee, like it's a moment, it's an experience. I I value that, but if we're going to New Zealand and, and, and that's a, an amazing adventure we're prepping for, why would we do a, a Christmas where we're doing all these presents that are kind of mindless? It's like, I don't know, you just have to kind of, we think about what we're doing before we're just doing it. Uh, it's not that we don't think about, we think about it in advance. Yeah. If we're going to open these presents on Christmas, it's going to feel good while we're doing it. It's going to feel yeah. good to give you that present. But what is the after effect? Right. Are we going to look at it and say, oh shit, what did we do? Yeah. And that's kind of, that is new for us because for years and years and years, why we had so much credit card debt and why we were always getting ourselves into issues, why we had so much stuff even, is because we were always like, nope, we want it. That instant gratification of like, oh, I want it. This is so fun. This is so awesome. This is so cool. This and I work hard. House. Mm -hmm. I work hard. I take all, all these things. Let's do it. And we would do it. And then it would put us back mm -hmm. and then we would be paying for it. And then we, we, we would be struggling to like make ends meet. And it's, it's like crazy. And having to say no to what to we what really we, yeah. wanted to do. There's this story. I don't, I don't think we've told it on the podcast. Maybe we have yet, but it, this is like, if this will wrap everything up in a bow of just kind of like where we were with our finances before traveling and the debts and all the things that we were in, we went on a trip to New York in Rhode Island and we we like basically put everything on a credit card. We didn't even have PTO, but we're like, we gotta go, like we're going, it's a vacation. We come back, long story short, we come back to pick up the car and get out of the airport and we had to pay for parking. And we didn't have the money to get our car out of the parking. I don't remember how much it was. We're, we're, it was like 30 bucks. No, it was more than that because we were 70 gone. bucks. We were gone for a while, but we didn't have the money in our debit. We didn't have the money in our savings. We didn't have the money on a credit card. Like we had nothing. Yeah, you want to talk they about? They gave rock us an bottom. IOU. Like I, we had. A, they gave us their address. I literally had to give him my license and have him write it all down and our address, and he gave me an IOU, and I said I would mail it. Talk about humiliating. Yeah. And so I think that's why we are so where we are in our lives right now, we're so clear on being complete, living as simply as we possibly can mm -hmm. and making decisions that support what we want to be doing, being debt free, not having any, like, I don't want no baggage, baggage, period. Yeah. In my things or finances. Yeah. And, and that's what we're, that's what it's all Absolutely. about. Absolutely. And I think cool too, like thinking about it from a traveler point of view versus a, non-traveler right we get the ability to pack things in bins pack things in boxes 
put it in a vehicle, in a camper or whatever, and drive to our next spot. So we're, we're forced, like we said, to really downsize and, and live this life. Whereas I almost give you guys the tip of being, if you, if you do have a house and you've been living there 30 years and you want to downsize and things feel heavy, almost taking the traveler point of view. Mm-hmm. And that is putting stuff in boxes, getting very clear about what adds value, what have you used, what is just sitting around your house that you want to get rid of, Put it into a box, seal it up, put it in your garage, put it in your attic, and if and then set the calendar and ask Siri to remind you in three months to go check your boxes. Yeah. And if you have not gone to that box to get that thing, then either have a garage sale or donate it or throw it away. Yeah, 100%. And every three months, do it. Going back to the story about the girl I work with because I didn't even get to finish yeah. it, she went home and so I was like, go through. Like she was, she was using her dishwasher as a storage unit because she didn't. Oh my dear yeah, God! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Talk about just. There's just we live in such a world of excess. We have so much mm-hmm. stuff. Well, we're constantly being like advertised to at all times. Well, yeah, and there I think there's just this need of like more, 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 and it's like, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Like, God, it's sick. But um, so she, I was like, go. She was start. I'm like, start in one room one room so let's start in the kitchen and really go through things and ask yourself you know this the questions we've been saying and you know you have 10 spatulas do you need 10 pick the two you like the best you know Mm -hmm. and just take it small just section by section one room at a time and so she's like okay and so she she goes home and she does it and i see her back at work and she's like oh my gosh like it just felt so good to just go through and re- I was like blown away by all the stuff that I had that either I didn't want, they were old and crusty, or I had 20 of the same thing. And it's like, you don't even realize it over time, you and know? how much money went into that. Yeah. And she's like, it felt so good. And now she's excited to like dive into her closet and dive into, you know, other parts of the house and just decluttering and just getting rid of all that yeah. stuff. It, it just, is amazing. Ah, it feels so good. Yeah. I wanted to say something and I forgot. Well, I think too, you know, back to the traveler point of view. Uh, Go ahead. Um, what, what we were just saying about, you know, every three months, because mm. it's interesting. And, and we just did this because we, we moved out of a, one place and into a new place. And so we were like, okay, we're going to go through the things like we do every couple of months and, and see what do we need? What do we, what have we not used? What did we not even go looking for? And we lay everything out, and it's like we always think we're going to get rid of so much stuff. Yeah, we have so much we get stuff. So much stuff. We're going to get rid of everything. We get, we're going to clean house and, like, you know, get back to the basics. And then we go through everything, and we're like, oh my gosh, we, everything we own, honestly, like, we use. Yeah. We couldn't get, we can't get rid of anything. We actually realized that we needed to buy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, truthfully. Yeah. We're like, okay, but we're taking this a little, a little, a little too so. far. Which is crazy because, again, like, we always joke around and, and as our contracts are coming to an end, I always want to get a jump on packing. Mm-hmm. And then we always feel like we're, we're way behind. And what we realized is, since what Kim said, since we use everything we own, we can't even pack it away. So we have to pack on the last day and yeah. get it into the Jeep because we use it all. Right. There's nothing we can really put away except like our office stuff and our whiteboards. But other than that, we even use those every day. Yeah. And we just did an episode. Oh, it probably won't be out yet because we're going to. So I think it will be next week's, but it will be 
what we actually take on the road with us and how to pack. I think it was a a great episode. It's a short episode because we get super specific and I think specifics help. It helps me anyways to get a better idea. Mm -hmm. But again, it goes back to what adds value. We are people who love whiteboards all around the country. That's kind of crazy. They're big. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't They fit make, the entire trunk yeah, of the Jeep. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but to us it does because it adds so much value. I would rather have our whiteboards than a TV, right? What what do you want? What do you need? What are you unwilling to live without? Like right. that's what you need to look at. That and then get rid of everything else. Mm-hmm. And another thing that surprised me is as we've gone through this journey of whittling down the things that we have, you realize the less you have the 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 less you actually need. I feel like we think we need so much more than we actually do. And you really realize you just need a few basic things to be comfortable and to make life work. Like it really is simple. I just thought of this. So I've had these shoes that I wanted to buy. Oh my god, they are shoes. They're waterproof shoes. They're they're the new Vessies. I don't know if you guys have seen them on Facebook. They do a ton of Facebook marketing. Um, but they're completely waterproof. They're stylish. They're um, they're tennis shoes, and so you can walk around town in them. They're comfortable, and I've done tons of research on them. But I can tell you the one thing that I've that has held me back is: Do I need both those pairs? And I do have shoes already, which then means I'm going to have to pack those shoes away. Mm-hmm. And we already have a lot of shoes. And I just went and bought some new boots for you know, my jeans and things like that. So I just bought a new set of shoes that I feel like if I buy those, it's not going to fit in the bag. Get the damn shoes. But I'm saying legit. I the, guess the thought process. That's a good example of a thought process that we, that we go through. And it's, you've been talking about these shoes for six months. They've been in the shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Like you just haven't been able to pull the trigger, which is, which is really funny, but we have been, maybe Santa will bring them to you underneath the tree. That's a great gift. Right. And, that's and what you I can was, use them in New Zealand. That's what I was thinking is they are going to add a lot of value to me, but we go through this process because you don't want to just add bullshit yeah. to our lives. Right. Exactly. Just because they're cool. Well, you know, and even again, like what I just said about when you have less, you realize you don't need more. And it's a very interesting phenomenon. But when we were in Africa, like we, okay, I am somebody who is obsessed with potions and routines in the morning. And like I have my greens and I have my collagen and I have, you know, my lion's mane and there's lemon water and all of these Your things. Your mushrooms. My mushroom. Well, that's the lion's mane. Oh. Sorry. Um, and my green smoothies. Like, I, I I, love that stuff. I really do. And it's important to me to have. And when we were in Africa, I didn't have... I brought my protein powder, but, like, I couldn't get, um, you know, almond milk. We didn't have lemon. You know, like, I didn't have, like, hardly any of my normal everyday stuff. Even coffee. I was drinking disgusting instant coffee because that's just what they had. And, you know, it's kind of like a shock, even the way I was eating, you know, we had the same thing, rice and beans every single day. And it was just such a different way of living than I'm used to. And I, you just like, I realized, gosh, like I really don't need any of this stuff. I felt fine and I like it and I enjoy I was it. Say, that's short term though. And you knew oh, it was short term. Right. That's Could right. that be every day though? 
No, I mean, honestly, with the coffee, everything else I could have managed, but it was the coffee. Like, I just wanted a good So you're telling me that you can manage without all that stuff? I mean, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was like, well, I was trying to get a breakthrough here. Maybe let's let's cut down. But even in Bali, you know, know. like when we were gone for that period of time. So, again, I think like my, I don't want to live without that stuff because I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Whatever. Like, I'm a potions girl. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a witch. Like, at heart. Mm -hmm. Always have been. Love my (laughs) potions. Um... But realizing, again, like, that's kind of an extreme example because whatever. But it just, while I was there, like, I was fine. Mm -hmm. I was fine. It was okay. If we would have stayed longer, I would have been okay. Like, you don't need as much as you think you do. And you can get by on very little and feel fine and live fine and be comfortable and live a good life and have freedom and all the things. 100%. You know? That was my point. I mean, it's been the best thing ever um, for us just really... You know, getting us to where we want to get, and and I, I I love that so much that we literally everything we own fits in our jeep, and that's just been so free. It is free. It's a free. All, we're all about freedom. I mean, we said that a million <laughs> freedom times. And freedom and scrubs. And to us, having time to take off work and being able to not have that much stuff we're responsible for allows us to take off with ease. Not having a bunch of debt allows us to do the things we want to do. And just living as simple as possible. Like, I'm all about living as simple as possible so that we can go to New Zealand. We can go to Peru. We can go to Spain. We can, like, because that's what's important. We can fly home with the drop of a hat. We can go home. Like, that's what's important to me. That's what I want to focus on. And I want to create a life that supports that. Yeah, it's been even cool because we've gotten to a point where we can literally just, like, park our Jeep at the airport with all the stuff in it, lock it up, and go. Or park it at one of our friend's driveways because it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, we just have to find a place for the pug. We do. That's it. So, anyways, hopefully this was helpful, and I hope that you can take some things away from it and start asking yourself if you are wanting to simplify your life and downsize and you're wanting more freedom to have more openness in your life. Really asking yourself the questions and start the process and start small And just take it, you know, one thing at a time and be honest with yourself about what you have and what you need and what you want and the kind of life you want to live. Because again, there's nothing wrong with wanting a house and wanting stuff in it and, you know, like, like buying things for your home, whatever. Like we're not knocking that and there's nothing wrong with that. But that we did that and we realized like that wasn't the life that we want to live or what we want to put our time energy focus money into at this point in our life and so that's why we decided to get rid of all of that right the question you ask yourself is does this get in the way of my long-term goals and dreams period period mic drop mic drop is the decisions you're making supporting how you actually want to live your life yeah and because we all make choices the way we live our life, I don't care what you have going on in your life. The way you're living your life is a choice. It's a choice. Everything, every day is a choice. How you spend your time, what you're bringing into your life, what you're choosing to do with your like time and energy and money. It's your choice. And you can choose again. You can realign with what you actually want. Every day you have the opportunity to make choices. Yeah. And so we realized that the choices we were making when we were living in Florida, when we got really real and really honest and having conversations, they were not supporting how we actually wanted to live our life. Period. End of story. And so we had to make choices to then turn that around. Right. And those choices are just like a muscle. Yep. As as you start making them, they seem tough at first, and then it just starts getting easier. And over time, you end up being like me, where you can't even make a decision on Vessies. 
Yeah. Which so, I don't know if that's like a good thing or not. No, I can make a decision. But it, You're, I'm gonna get Santa will bring it. But sorry. it is it is a muscle and you get used to it and then it's just like it just be like you said, it just that, that freedom is the drug that, that you need. You gotta that get just, that hit. Yeah, it's just like ah, oh, this feels so good to be free. Yep. All right, All right, y'all. That's it. If um, you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a comment, a review, share it with a friend, anybody that you think might want to downsize yeah, their life value. or live more simply. And um, yeah, and make sure to go to freedomandscrubs.com, go to the contact us, and, and write us how you're downsizing or if this episode helped you or if you have any questions on, on maybe some things that you can or tips that we could do. To help you, like Kim said, it's her dream. It's one of her side hustle, like call me, call I'll her. I'll come rip the shit out of your hand. Yeah. Don't worry, I got you. There you go. So definitely let us know how this has affected you and, and what you're doing. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.